Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of April 10th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And it's another jam-packed week. We have, there's a, there's a ton of trailers, a ton of news. Um, I saw the Super Mario Bros. movie, which we'll get into in, later on in the show. But I think we have to kick things off with the official confirmation from Warner Bros. Discovery that HBO Max is becoming just Max. And that is going to be the merged uh, Discovery Plus HBO Max app. Um, so content for both services, and then the name is changing to this Max because I guess I, I guess their re- their like corporate BS reasoning was like, um, oh, because like it, it, it's it, that represents more of like our like wider array of uh, offerings. It's not just HBO series. It's like you know Discovery reality shows and like whatever other like other whatever other network stuff from like all their brands <laughs> under one roof. So that it's not just HBO max anymore it's just max yeah and instead of like i don't know like merging the words or anything we're just assuming max is both companies that don't have max in the word at all yeah not even like max plus or like hbo max plus or or dis yeah or something or hb disc i don't know hd i would have said over hd hb hd max holy shit like yeah you've cornered so many products and your seo so i believe um yeah may 23rd is when this is uh switching over um and as far as pricing um the 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 the, the current two hbo max tiers are going to stay the same um so if you're currently subscribed to hbo max with like either the ad tier or the non-ad tier that that's going to stay the same price that same service you're just going to it's just going to switch over to uh max for you and they're they're gonna but they are gonna offer a new premium tier, Max Ultimate Ad Free, which is gonna be twenty dollars a month, and that's gonna give you four simultaneous streams, four uh, K Ultra HD content, Dolby Atmos sound, and a hundred offline downloads. And I think they said a lot like like there's gonna be a lot of like they're gonna like the Dark Knight trilogy and like the Harry Potter movies and Lord of the Rings movies are gonna be like are gonna be four K. On, under this plan so if you want like if you want to watch those movies and, like the house call you gotta pony up for that uh ult- ultimate plan and uh discovery plus is also going to remain its own standalone service for the time being because um i think i, I think i read like they don't, don't want to like like alienate people who, who just have discovery plus and like force them to pay like ten dollars more like <laughs> than they are to pay right now so if you have discovery if you have just discovery plus that's staying the same as well um, but you can do, you know, HBO Max, like Max, if you want, and get like all that, all, all your content from Discovery Plus, plus all the HBO Max and other stuff, plus all the new stuff that they announced. Which is, uh, we got a bunch of shows we'll talk about in a second. But there's a bunch of like news about upcoming shows that didn't have any trailers, just like kind of like new announcements. So, um, there's gonna be a Conjuring show, um, set in the Conjuring universe. Uh, James Wan and Peter Safran are gonna produce that. Uh, I don't. It wasn't. I don't. They haven't. They haven't said if like uh, you know Patrick Wilson or Vera Farmiga are gonna show up in it, but it's gonna be some 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 sort of you know set story in the Conjuring universe. 
Yeah, it looks exciting. I mean, I wonder if it's even the past or future, where it's just like we're skipping ahead to modern times. Yeah. It's also it's also like the comedy movies have been like like the whole that whole like universe has been kind of hit or miss. There's been like some really some good ones, and then some like really terrible ones. Um, I wonder I wonder if this is, I wonder if we're gonna like this like because I think we're still waiting for like the what was it the tall man or something is still like or like the 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 uh, the what's what's the crooked man the crooked Another man one? like they were talking about that for like that still hasn't come out. Uh, the, I think the the Nun two the Nun two is this year. That's like the next Conjuring universe movie. But yeah, really, really, no no details about like what this is actually going to be. It's just like it's in the Conjuring universe. Um, we're also getting a second Game of Thrones prequel series, so the Hedge Knights, uh, which is based on uh the Duncan Egg uh I think it's a novella or like a short story that uh George R. R. Martin wrote. Um, it's set 100 years before the events of Game of Thrones, like the original series, and you have Sir Duncan the Tall and his squire Egg, kind of like going around going around Westeros having adventures. I think I think this is going to be a much more like comedic show because uh, that's like the short story was like a very comedic. It was like kind of like a Don Quixote or like a like you know like it's like these two guys just going around having like wacky adventures in Westeros. I'm trying to think like were they significant in the other series? Did they like mention them? No, I mean, because this is like this is like in the middle of like House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones. Like they were they were like already dead by Game of Thrones. They aren't, they haven't been born yet in House of the Dragon. So, but I, I think um is is one of them is a Targaryen. I think um I can't remember which one. But uh, they're like but it's like they're kind of like like they kind of like like left. They're not like part of like the uh you know the Targaryen like uh. Oh, egg egg is uh, uh Targaryen. He's oh so yeah, egg is like the is 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 the future king like Aegon, the one that goes insane I think. But before that, he was like a um uh a squire. A squire, yeah. Wait, wait. So where the hell was this guy during House of Dragon? Yeah. Well, I mean, when when is House of the Dragon? Like two hundred years before or something, or like no. five hundred five hundred years before, or like. No, House of the Dragon is literally like. I don't know, like 70 years. It sounds like lo- older, but I'm looking at the timeline and it's like, wait a minute. Is it supposed to be it's, like only no, it, two generations? Yeah, it's it's 200 years before Game of Thrones. It's House of the Dragon. You sure? Because sometimes yes, certain I'm, elements... I'm, 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 looking at, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It's, two, it's okay. 200 years before Game of Thrones. Okay, so then this is like way later than... This is probably like 80 years before... Game of Thrones, the regular Game of Thrones, or Ice, Song of Fire and Ice? Well, error shit. Yeah, the Hedge Knight is gonna be, it's yeah, a hundred years. So it's like basically it's right, it's smack dab in the middle between House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying for the the sake of like understanding the uh, the dynasties and then like how shit doesn't really progress because mm-hmm. technology doesn't really get any better between House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones, like, it's just gonna look like an offshoot year, where it's like, oh, what happened here? Okay, well, let's just, like, talk about this. But the only thing I'm worried about, I'm kind of not really worried about, but the only thing I'm like, I feel like they should finish House of the Dragon before they start the spinoff series, because it's gonna be, like, a lot to watch if it ever ends up, like, in tandem. 
yeah, if they're like going at the same time or like right after, like one after the other or something, or it's like, yeah. oh, House of the Dragon just ended. Now, like, jump ahead 100 years and watch Hedge Knight. <laughs> like, that makes some better sense. Except when it's like, I bet you there's going to be like, unless they plan to film this now and then release it after season two of House of the Dragon and they don't plan to do a season three. That makes sense, right? I think this will probably be like, uh, like if House of Dragon keeps going, they'll be out like on at the same time or like within the same year or like uh, like off again, on again. <laughs> like, but they'll probably be like, I assume they're probably going, they'll be going like, like one. I don't think they would like wait until Overlap. like House of Dragon ends and like start Hedge Knight. I think they'd probably be like, we need to get a lot like more Game of Thrones <laughs> on. Uh, I'm mad, I, I just so. I just feel like there needs to be a break between yeah. you, you know you just can't just shotgun. I mean you could and it'd be might be weird, but I I just feel like the smart choice is always doing it in like progressions, not mm-hmm. like cramming it all. They're not Marvel. Even Marvel, yeah. they just don't establish timelines until like later, you know, and then you understand how to watch it correctly. Yeah. So uh, they also officially confirmed that that Harry Potter uh, reboot series, I think we talked about like a couple weeks ago, um, is on the way. It's going to be they have a 10 year plan. Each season is going to be based on one of the books. And so like we're getting like a full season of each Harry Potter book um, for and then all every every all 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 the books in the series. Brand new cast, they're you know recasting Harry, Ron, Hermione, Hagrid, Dumbledore, Snape. Everybody is recasting everybody, um, and that that's on the way in the near future here. But it's a 100% officially confirmed on the way is like the the Harry Potter reboots, which I think we, I think we talked about it, like it's like it's I mean the the first movie was the first movie was 20 years ago, but it still seems soon to like totally just reboot it and just like do it again mm-hmm. instead of like try like doing something like different in like the universe like do like a a prequel like well i mean fantasy beast was a prequel but like like you know like the hogwarts legacy style prequel like it's like what's is it hogwarts legacy set, set like a hundred years or something before like harry potter or something or like some sort of like it's a it's pretty far in the past of harry potter uh that one is 60 years before Harry Potter. Yeah. I think. Because, like, Dumbledore is, like, 50 or something in that. And then it's supposed to be, like, he's 100 and something in Harry Potter time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, I think, like, it's only like 80 or something. Actually, yeah. less. It's, like, way less. It's, like, World War Two. Or mm-hmm. War One, it's around that time. Yeah, yeah, it's another like confusing like how does Dumbledore look like a super agent like like a wizard you'd see in a textbook. Yeah. But yeah, e- like either before before or after seems more interesting than like re- redoing the Harry Potter again. But I guess we'll have to see. And and like the only only like kind of interesting thing is they can like dig into like stuff they did, weren't able to do in the movies like side plots and characters that weren't in the movies can be featured now I guess but I mean I'm someone who like does not care about like hey you want to see the scene where it doesn't pay off in the end yeah like, for Harry Potter at least because it's not like you know there's some sort of like 
characters they just completely cut. It's like they just reduced the screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying that from someone who like watched the movies like like at least the last movies I've seen once. I mean that's the first four I think I've seen way more than I want now. Yeah. You still like, have you seen uh, Harry Potter with guns yet? Harry Potter? No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh my god, it, it's it's amazing. I yeah. definitely recommend trying to see it. Mm-hmm. Show me that. Show me like a crazy <laughs> original Harry Potter fan-made movie. That's yeah. what that guy did. But yeah, I mean they're just trying to milk it, trying to get more money out of this Harry Potter franchise. But the only thing I could see being an issue later on is the theme park. Where like the Wizarding World, like what do you do? Like do you retheme everything? I mean, if we're getting like a t- like a ten year long show, I think they're fine for a decade. Well, every few years, you just sort of like slowly replace like the Harry Potter or like Daniel Radcliffe like oh, character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. just sort of like CGI out his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it's screens. You could just like re- you could probably just film new scenes or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, it's the new edition. They did that on. Uh, like, I forgot what ride. Like, Batman always got, like, an update. Some of the Batman rides in Six Flags, mm. whenever it was, like, the newest thing, they'll just subtly change certain things out. Uh, the dumbest is when, like, Batman and Robin, uh, that ride completely demolished, and they just put up The Dark Knight, and that ride sucks. <laughs> Not sure if you've ever seen it, but it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's, I'm like, that's how you retheme everything, and you've done it wrong. But I also understand, like, keeping it the same theme also kind of dates it, like, aggressively. I mean, like, Universal's Marvel Park is still, like, the comic book Marvel because they can't do anything that's, like, the MCU. So. It's, like, stuck in the 90s, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, like, because when that Marvel section came out, the that 2000s Marvel was still kind of, like, new, and it wasn't the best. So all the characters and stuff is just, like, from the peak 90s era stuff. And I'm like, this is confusing. It's like, as a nerd, it's like, I get it. This is the this is the character models I grew up with. But it doesn't quite make sense what's going on everywhere else. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like Spider-Man. Well, no, no, no. Technically, I am Marvel Spider-Man. Like, okay. Marvel like, comic, comic Spider-Man. book Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, last last big show announcement from the this like Max. I, th- I think it was like an event, or, like, like some sort of like press conference or something. But um, they announced uh, Tiny Toons Luniversity, which is gonna be a new Tiny Toons uh, show. Um, although I, apparently it's like it's gonna be like separate from the original show, and like none of the voice cast is coming back, so it's gonna be kind of like a reboot. Um, but it's, it, but it's like it's like all the, like the Tiny Toons characters in college now, and like you know like. Acme, Acme University College, and it's gonna be more like serialized. Like it's gonna have like wh- like an overarching plot for like the whole like season. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> it just it just seems, it seems weird. That it's not like they're like oh it's not it's not in the continuity of like Titans and that like no the cast is coming back. <laughs> No, it's gonna be this this weird meta where it's like we did this because money. Yeah. Hopefully. And because we saw how Animaniacs came back and we decided to go the other direction. 
Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully this isn't a Velma situation where it's like... Uh, oh Velma is such a weird situation, and I think we've talked, we definitely talked about it in the past. I've seen like three episodes, and I just like mm-hmm. wanted to forget it. Uh, but where it seems like it seems like actively hate, like it yeah, how dare you be like, a fan of of the original source material? Yeah. And also, like ser- yeah, making making Tiny Toons serialized too seems kind of weird because like that was like the whole, it was just that was the whole point of like. <laughs> the original show was just like it was just like you Nothing know yeah yeah, yeah it's like they could do whatever they wanted every episode and like uh well tiny tunes was sort of serialized certain... i mean they, they were they, they were yeah they were in they were in school the entire time so that was like the, you, yeah you had a main thing. outline of a plot yeah but that that was all you got everything else mm-hmm. was just like whatever you want to do like it's just skits i don't understand why it's like let's just try to make like a drama where it's like yeah, yeah. every episode has consequences. Like it's, uh, it's, River, it's Riverdale with tight. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But yeah, they basically just they basically just that was they just showed like a one image. So we really don't we we have no idea what the show is right now except what the description was. So we'll have to wait and see about that one. And then they did reveal a bunch of trailers for uh so we actually can see what some of these upcoming shows are. So we got the first trailer for. True Detective Night Country, which is the fourth season of True Detective. And uh, set in Alaska. Um, so definitely a, a drastic change in the uh, setting for the True Detective series. And uh, Jodie Foster is starring in it. Um, and uh, uh, crap, who's the other person? Um Oh, Kelly Reese. Um, and it's 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 the big mystery is like these a, a bunch of a bunch of guys at, who worked at like a I think like an oil rig or like an oil um like yeah like an oil refinery they like just disappear in the middle of the night and like it's so it's like what happened to them <laughs> like and uh it, it, I, I I get it has it has like um it seems like it has like I get like three days of night or like the thing kind of vibes definitely where it's like, you know, cause like this, whatever this town that they're in, in um, Alaska is like, it's, it's one of those towns where it's like, just like the sun goes down one, one, one day for, and then it's, you, it's like darkness for like months at, for like, it, like months at a time. So it's uh, sort of like Fargo meets uh like, was it like, 30 days a night. That's what I did, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but then it's like, is it, this could be, like, I don't know, it, it's weird because certain True Detective seasons, like, the thing is, it's like, it's always multi-layer conspiracies. Yeah. The first season knocks it out of the park of that with, like, but, like, a memorable killer name, a serial killer named The Yellow King. There is none of that like going forward in the series. Like there, you know, like I, I don't I can't even tell you who the the murderer people were in season two. The Russians? Like Russian like, mark? It was like it was I remember that, that, that it was like that weird like eyes wide shut party that they broke into and stuff and oh that, that was just like the rich people sex club. And then and then Taylor Kitsch like um like stole documents and he's just like these documents, what's this line? It's like these numbers—they mean something. <laughs> like, 
God, yes, I think we we talked about it a bunch. Yeah, season two is a is just a mess. But in season three, three yeah, season three was better. Season three was like a return to form, definitely. Um, but there was no definite like, mo- like villain. Like there were villains, but I can't even tell you who the villain was. Was it like for three? Yeah, who was the killer in three? Well, there it was, was like, like a- kids. Kids disappeared. Yeah. And then there was like it was it's, a, it, it, it's been, yeah, it's it was like a, a brother and sister got kidnapped. Yeah. The brother died and was left at a place that he they thought he would be okay with. Like it was it was like that was the secret thing about it. It wasn't like a threat. It was like that was the best they could do for like a funeral. Then the sister like grew up and just totally forgot about everything. Well, that was, that was like, the whole, like, season three also had, like, it was the whole thing of, like, they jumped around in time, but, and then it was also, like, like, Mahershala Ali, like, his character, like, was having, like, like memory issues, like, he was having, like, Alzheimer's or something, so he was, like, he couldn't remember, yeah. like, things that were happening, or what, how things happened. That part was actually nice, because it reminds me back to True Detective, where, like, even throughout the years, they still understood, like, detective work. You know, they there was some detective in season two, but the really big thing for it, True Detective stand out, it's, like, the dedication to keep investigating and throughout the timelines, like, and throughout, like, the different errors. I think we see that, mm-hmm. which I think is great, because they did that in season one, where, like, what they were investigating for, like, 20 years or 10 years or something like that, like... Was it maybe 15 years? I don't re- I don't quite remember how long season how like the timeline was of season one. You know, it was like a long case. Season yeah. two was like, I don't know, four months. Mm-hmm. So I hope in season four here it's like they do that, where it's like we're investigating this 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 murder that always like occurs throughout this time. But it was just I, like, oh, this murder I, happened. This one week. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't get the sense that that we're gonna like do a lot of like jumping around in time. It seems like this is gonna be like a like this thing happened and uh-huh. this is gonna be yeah like we just gotta figure out what happened like like I don't I don't, I don't it doesn't seem like we're gonna like jump like oh it's 1980 now it's 2023 or whatever like I think it's I think, it's, I think it seems like it's gonna be like just the one we're we're sticking it's the present day we got figure and then it's this, this weird thing that happened. But that's the same thing as that. Uh... There's so many other shows that's like that, or it's like murder in the small town or remote village, yeah. any place that's not a city. Mm. But uh, yeah, how is it like? <sighs> I forgot what the show was called. Cause I didn't watch it, but it's murder in some small town. That the point of it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a bunch of like Arctic mysteries and like you know, uh, like kind of similar stuff, but. Uh, it, 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 it seems fine. It seems like a, like hopefully it'll be like a solid True Detective season. Uh, we also know. got the record is good season, bad season. Oh, you, you think we're, you think it's Star Trek rules? Like we're like the, the even numbers are bad. Maybe. So we also we also got a teaser. Well, I guess an in production teaser for the Penguin, which. It, it looks like some, a show set in the Batman universe. So sure is. Yeah, I I think I think that's all we need to know. I think we're 
going to watch it. So I didn't. I didn't need to see like the production stuff. Are they just reassuring us that it's being filmed? Yeah. I, I'm fine with like For even sure. a shorter trailer. Like there was enough that like I didn't need to see like the makeup artist team and then the camera works being set up in the shot. But yeah, that so yeah, that's coming soon. Um, to Max, and then we also got the first trailer for Gremlins: Secret of the Mogwai, which is an animated prequel to Gremlins. That's really uh really blowing out the uh the Gremlins universe, like uh really like throwing like a lot of a lot of new things into the universe, like magic and other creatures and other dimensions and. Apparently, apparently, the, like the Mogwai come from like another dimension. That's like what the show set up. And then, like, it's like this this kid um, uh, becomes friends with uh, the uh, Gizmo, and then like they have to like bring bring him home because they the Mogwai come from like an alternate universe or something. But there's all there's like, there's, like an evil magician who wants to like take like they have like magical powers that he wants to like take over. And then obviously Gremlins start like break out, start running around. So. I think there's I think there's other like um like Chinese like mythology like car- like creatures running around too that like get unleashed or something. Yeah, it's weird to think that like Mogwais are basically like a Chinese demon, in, like interdimensional demon. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were just like a monster like this Chinese guy just found. More well, than... the 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 novel. If you read the the Gremlins novel, which is like wild um it basically it, it goes like they, they came they come from another they're aliens they come from another planet and they go like it really digs into like oh this is what their home planet was like <laughs> so it's like if, you, if, you're, if you're, the novel says they're from aliens but the show apparently the with the new canon is like yeah they're like other dimensional they're like they're like from like the was what was the was the shang chi like universe <laughs> like it's like oh like the phantom chinese zone whatever yeah. it was yeah. the chinese planet yeah, that's what that's what it seems like. Which I mentioned that Shang Chi. I think I went on a tangent about that last time. Oh, I saw Shang Chi. But like, is it just that one land that was magical, and then like that's all the world is, or is there like more to this world than this like mountain? Like I don't know. see that you introduce that, and it's just like I don't understand how any of this works. Mogwais yeah. are just like, oh no, these are interdimensional beings that came to Earth. That's all we need to know. Don't don't open up this goddamn portal to like explain, you know, other shit about them because it's just gonna be like messy to like backtrack because you just went to a corner. Mm-hmm. Like you mean to tell me that like in that planet they don't eat at midnight, they don't get wet, or is that just a shit that happens on Earth only? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Also, why doesn't um uh what's his face? The main uh Mukwai. Gizmo? Gizmo, yeah. Why doesn't Gizmo like ever change into a true gremlin? I guess cuz like cuz no one like feed feeds him after midnight, I guess. No, but he got wet and then became he spawned other gremlins. Well, they if he if Gizmo gets wet, he spawns other Mogwai, but they're evil Mogwai. And then if they, then if they eat after midnight, they become gremlins. So it's a, you. The rule is you have to eat after midnight, become like a gremlin. A gremlin, yeah. Okay, 
That makes sense on like our planet, right? But, but, it's, but, it's like, but yeah, the midnight of our time, and then the midnight yeah. of their like it. See, like it well, just, that was like, that was that's why Gremlins Two is so great because they like they like make jokes about like, well, what if he's on a plane? Then he goes to like the time zone. It's like. Yeah, and like, that's what I'm saying. Now you made it like a Chinese monster, which doesn't make any sense because like our midnight in America is like theirs in morning. Yeah. So what? Well, yeah, that, that, but, but yeah, but that's gonna be a Max show. It's also gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna debut on uh, Cartoon Network too. It's, it's gonna be a Max and Cartoon Network uh, show, and it's, it's gonna be May twenty third. Is when Secrets of the Mogwai is coming out. Uh, there's also a show called The Sympathizer, which is coming out next year. But, so they, but they already showed the trailer for it. It's a uh, Rob Downey Jr. is co-starring in it, and it's a like kind of spy. I think it's, I think it's like post-Vietnam. It's like and it's like this uh, this guy who is like he's like he's a spy for like the like the vietnamese aren't like army or the Viet Cong, but then he's out but then he's like a, a double agent because then the robert jr like like recruits him to, like spy like counter spy and like robert jr is like it's like, like a bunch of different like costume like like or like alternate personalities or like alter egos and stuff i guess, I guess it's based on a it's based on a novel um And then there's also a um, oh, and also the, the other big thing about like the, the sympathizer show is that like, Park Chan Wook is uh, executive producing it along with Rob Downey Jr. So the gore should be there. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And um, there's also there's some new there's a new uh, <laughs> like uh, yeah like uh. Kate Winslet show, like the regime. Uh, that one is weird because it's like supposed to be making fun of like the British Parliament, and then. Well, it's like it's, it's like, like a it's like a fictional country, but it's but it's definitely like some sort of like you know like UK yeah UK yeah. like satire like. And it's like it's it's like it's like the like the like government's collapsing. Uh, and then it's like the Americans are also kind of like show up to like yeah to like, yeah to get some resources. Yeah, because they have like interest in the country. But yeah, but that, that was that was most of the uh, the max announcements. So well, this, well next like little little over like. A month here, we'll 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 see what happens when that switches over and how the new services and what's on there. So get get ready, <laughs> get ready for the transition. So we also got some other trailers this week. Um, so we got the first trailer for the Marvels, which is going to be out in November. Um, it got it got pushed back. Cause I think I think this is part of the strategy of like Marvel wants to like slow down and like have more time between releases and not like, cause like they, they're, they're getting bit by like, there's too much, there's too much. And then like the, like, the, like I think it was like the CG, you know, the, like the CG artists were like being worked to the bone because they, did, they had to make like six, six movies <laughs> at the same time. So, um, but yeah, so I think cause Marvel's supposed to come out in like during the summer, like in like July or something. It was like the week, I think the week before the week after Barbie, 
but now let's push back to November. Um, and this is the like WandaVision, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, like all three, all, all three of those, sh- those two shows plus the movie joining forces, um, which was actually, it was teased at the end of Miss Marvel. But basically you got, so you have, you know, Carol Danvers, you have Monica Rambeau, you have Kamala Khan, their powers all get like entangled. So if one of them uses their powers, they switch places with the other one or like someone like, so like, if, like Kamala uses her powers, she switches places with Carol. And then ends up in like a a Kree ship or like a planet a weird planet, and then that's like some like Monica uses her powers and like she's replaced with Kamala. So like they have to they have to, they have to like team up and figure out why their powers are all mixed up. And then like the Kree are involved, like Sam Jackson, like uh, Nick Fury's back. He, he's running Saber. But do you think is this the pre-invasion or post-secret invasion? Well, Sam secret invasion doesn't come out before this, so I would I would. If, I don't know what if anything got screwed up, but like I would assume, whatever happens in Secret Invasion is gonna get like resolved and maybe lead into this, hopefully, because that would be weird if like <laughs> like like if we watch Secret Invasion and it's like, well, this is this is before Secret Invasion, so no one knows like what the scrolls are around or what's what's happening. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of important to establish because I feel like this is after this is after Secret Invasion, and then they're just like, wait. Didn't didn't Sam yeah. Jackson like well, I guess, die or something? I, you're I, like, what? I, I, I guess the weird thing though is like it seems like it's like it's literally it's definitely taking place like immediately like it's picking up right from that Miss Marvel like end credit like season finale teaser. So which I, I think mean, I, I only saw the teaser. I still didn't finish the the series. Yeah. Is it worth it? It was it was fun. And, and you, you probably want to finish it before you watch if you watch this because <laughs> there's probably gonna be like some stuff for that that's like that'll like lead it right to this. Um, and yeah, I don't. This this looks looks pretty fun. Um, you know, Goose is back. Um, t- like terrorizing everyone again. And uh, yeah, the Kree stuff. And then Kamala's family's back and having to deal with like like the wider Marvel universe. <laughs> Like Nick Fury and Mike Rambo and Carol Danvers, so that should be fun. And it's uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, who directed the Candyman reboot slash sequel, <laughs> um, like a couple years ago. So, um, and yeah, November tenth is when the Marvels arrives. So I think I think so I think our MCU schedule is. Uh, Guardians three is is the next big thing, and then Secret Invasion, and then this I think is what, and then is what I think what we have we have for like the MCU right now this year. Because because I don't think I don't think like cause I don't think they they haven't said like a release date for like Loki season two or like what if or anything yet. I feel like they're still trying to gauge like the fan reaction and then see like if they need to edit anything because Loki could take place at any point technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then like Agatha the Covenant of Chaos is supposed to come out this year, like probably like like end of this year, like October or November or something. 
Is that going to be its own separate story of no, like, connections or anything at this moment? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to play, like, a bigger role? Or is it just sort of... Uh... I, mean, I mean, it's going to be a sequel to WandaVision. Um, but I don't, I don't think we have any details of, like, what, what it is or what's, what's going on with it. And then there's like, yeah, like Ironheart and Echo have like TBD dates and Daredevil's next year. Um, Captain America New World Order and Thunderbolts and Blade are next year. And Deadpool 3 is, is next year, possibly too. So like they're like, like even though they said they're like slowing down, they're like, there's, there's probably gonna be like four movies next year. Plus, like the plus like a gigantic Daredevil show <laughs> that's like like three times as big as any any of the Disney Plus shows. And we definitely we definitely have to see too, like how well I think I think Guardians is gonna be like pretty huge, like like you know like money wise, but like Quantum has been kind of a bomb. <laughs> Don't need to see it. I think it's coming to streaming like soon, soonish. In a, in a, like at least a month or less. So yeah. then I'll be like joining that chorus of saying like boo or yay. Um, yeah, but from what I understand, it's gonna be just like the Thor Love and Thunder like. Well, so it, it, it definitely, de- of that. definitely money wise, definitely was not like they're like like the big like kickoff of like the Kang saga or like the like phase five that they were looking for because like it's it's like one of the lowest grossing like like uh mcu movies it's down in like the like the bottom like bottom third of like mcu movies like the, like the original ant-man's probably gonna like outgross it <laughs> But uh, anyway, other other trailers. Um, we finally got the first trailer for The Continental, which is the John Wick uh, prequel miniseries. It's going to be on Peacock in, uh, in uh, I think, September or like, uh, yeah, September. We don't, not, no, no exact date, but it's going to be like a three-night event. Three, three like, it's like three, like, feature-length episodes are going to be like The Continental. Uh, it's like it's, three hours? Well, 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 like like an hour, like hour and a half each episode, like a like a movie length. Each episode is gonna be a movie length for three up, and it's three episodes. Um, and it is set in the 1970s in New York. Um, Colin Woodell is playing uh young Winston, and then it's it's, it's, basically, it's basically the story. It's me like how he got to the Continental, how he became like the the guy who runs the Continental. Um, how how it became like the you know, the assassin hotel that we know from the John Wick series, and it's co-starring uh, Mel Gibson as uh, I, I, I think he's like the like guy who runs the Continental before Winston, and then a bunch a bunch of other like uh, a whole slew of like new like assassins and random people in in the world of John Wick. And um, it, it, it like it definitely like 
when the trailer first starts, it kind of like it's like this doesn't really feel like John Wick, but then like by the end, the words like there's like weird like there's like that like du- there's like a duo of like assassins who like 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 I think they're called like Hansel and Gretel, and then there's like that one like 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 one woman has like like the, the weird mask on and stuff. So it, it seems like there's, there's going to be some like yeah some like John Wick like weird assassins popping up. My thing is, uh, they get explain the coins thing is. That like a big maybe. thing in the continental because I feel yeah, like maybe. they sort of made that shit up in the modern time, not so much the uh, the '60s, I guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get some more like background of like how some of that stuff, like what, yeah, how you start using like what the, like who who come with the coins or like more, some and more then background the of, like, telegram yeah. business, like the the hot like suicide girl like telephone operators. Like, yeah. operators. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, like, yeah, maybe like that, like, t- like any, any sort of like expansion or like, like more like background or like the world of John Wick is fine. I'm, I'm curious about like action wise, if it's going to like live up to like the movies. Cause like, um, I think I mentioned like last week or like whatever, like John Wick chapter four, like one of the greatest action movies of all time. Like the action scenes in that movie are like insane and incredible. So like, Hope I, I I don't know I don't know hopefully the show like is even like half as like as the, like as like something like the John Wick uh movie action sequences but I mean you gotta you gotta nail the action like if there's if this show is like oh like 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 has like way less action it's just like like more of like a like typical like drama series or something like I, I all right, all right. you gotta yeah. stop saying like Zach you said like like. 50 times in this one sentence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I know you liked I... it. I'm just yeah. like, that was so many likes that you're suddenly dropping in there. I was like, all right, got to calm down with that. But yeah, but that's, but that's my concern with like the continental is like, at, like, is the action going to be like John Wick movie par. quality? Yeah. I don't know. If that's gonna be something they can pull off on a TV show budget, I feel that with the Hollywood budget, they could go crazy and it makes sense, and they are able to recap that. They definitely like made all their money back, right? Well, since it's only three episodes, like maybe that will like you spread. You, you, the budget of like eight episodes or ten episodes, but it's only three episodes. You you could spend like however however many however much millions of dollars each episode that you would have had to spread like spread across like eight or ten episodes. Yeah, a full length show. I don't quite know what that means, just because it could be an hour and a half long. Or is it something close to a mini, like a? They said what do they it's, call it where it's like sort of like a special, and then you can just bullshit the time where an episode could be hour, then the next episode two hours. There's you know, you know there's yeah. no format they have to stick to. They said that each episode is going to be feature length, 
So that could, that could be 90 to 120 minutes, but like it's they're going to be movie length each episode. I feel like I feel the only thing that was that was similar to that were whenever in the 90s they did those Civil War movies <laughs> and, and it's like this four part series North, and, North like, and South. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, where it's like, is this our North and South? It's like we no longer care about the Civil War. So we want to see the John Wick Continental show that in itself is going through a civil war somehow that makes Winston become the champion, the winner of it all. Well, there's going to be um, events from like, like real life events from like the seventies. So so certain things are grounded. Like that means certain history things are in that genre universe. And the, like the, the, like the New York mob is going to be involved, and then it's, it's like, like, and like their rise in the 70s coincides with like the does Continental. Mean, yeah. Does that mean the Continental was active during the summer of Sam? Uh, probably. You think they, you think someone would have done, like, hired them to do something, or like <laughs> they would have been like, uh, concerned about that, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, so that's that's what's cool of these they incorporate parts of that into this assassination world and things play out a little differently yeah I, i'm gonna watch it because it's john wick but Obviously. yeah but yeah i'm just i'm just wondering I'm concerned about the like the uh, quality and like action level and like if, if it's gonna like live up to like the standard that we know from John Wick. And, and there's no there's, there's no Keanu or anything either. So like no cam like because it's in the seventies. There's, there's no camp. There's not gonna be any cameos from like people that we know. That's all, that's all for ballerina next year. But the uh, the last trailer of this week is we got the first trailer for the last voyage of the Demeter, which I'm assuming is in front of Renfield because it's also a Dracula movie. Um, but but the last voyage it's, it's taking it's taking a interesting spin on the Dracula story because it's expanding one chapter of the original novel into like a full length movie. So there's there's a chapter from Bram Stoker's novel called The Captain's Log that is all about the trip that like Dracula took from Carpathia to London, where he smuggled himself on the ship and then like was like feasting on the crew during the entire trip. And then by, by the time he got to London, like all the crew were dead. So, uh, this, so, so this, we know, spoiler alert, yeah, we kind of know what's going on. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering like, like we know the end, like we know Dracula kills everybody and he ends up in London. So it's like, what? Like, is there going to be any sort of tension, or like, is is anyone going to survive? Uh, I I could see them trying to add some suspense to it because even we know how it ends. the The stories of the crew has always been unexplored. You know, like mm-hmm. I I get 
that they're trying to add some character development to just a small chapter to the Dracula lore. But they're real. I feel like this is the year of a Dracula renaissance. Yes. Because <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting at least two movies. Um, is there any, I feel like it, Renfield in this, and then was there any sort of other like Dracula thing? I feel like there was. Yeah, like, last year, last year was a few months ago to last year was that dumb like uh, invite your descendant to Dracula's house movie, Blood. Oh, the invitation, yeah. The invitation, yeah. Yeah. I also feel like well, there's one more. Well, I mean, Dracula's, Drac- Drac- like, public domain, right? So you can just do whatever you want with it. That is true. Like the novel? I prefer... Public I, domain? I don't know. But... I, I'm pretty sure it, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, um, I mean, you can't, you can't do, you can't do, like, Bell and Lucas, Universal yeah. Monsters stuff without, talk- like, 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 this is a Universal movie, so, like, they can do whatever they want, so... I'm, I, I get it. But it, I, I guess as long as you don't basically copy and paste the original story, it's fine. The character's public domain, but I think they own the rights to the story. Like, you can't copy the outline. Because I think whoever then makes that version again, the rights go to them. Mm-hmm. Like, if we try to make uh Coppola's version of Bram Stoker Dracula I think yeah. we get at then then Coppola's like lawyers come after us well I think well that I think specifically like like you know the look of Dracula in that movie and stuff is probably you know you could you could sue if you if if, if someone made like a Dracula with like a a pale white Dracula with like white the crazy hair and a red like gown <laughs> like I'm sure like Francis Ford could sue them for like ripping off like his movie yeah I'm not sure how loose the copyright law is especially when that Winnie the Pooh movie came out and yeah. it, it it failed on being uh, a good horror movie but it successfully showed that you can do public domain characters in zany ways that I don't think Disney wants to touch or even try to attempt to sue because they'll be associated to that movie. Well, I think it's, I think it's another one where it's like the, um, the not like the novel is what's public domain, not Disney's version. Yeah. Yeah. It's like their interpretation. Cause I think their interpretation of it, and this is the, the zany version of a copy of a copy just because it's public domain and you do something with it, that version of the public domain is not public domain. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not a copyright lawyer. But I think this, I think less voice to me is fine because Universal's making it. It's either like it, it's your Dracula's public domain or they have the rights to Dracula. So either way, they're covered. Um, they just have like a handwritten note that just says. I can do this. My uh, my worry about or like possible concern about it too is like I wonder. I, I hope they don't do the thing where they hide. They try to hide the we, like we all know it's Dracula, but I hope like most of the movie isn't like 
oh, what's this thing? They try to make it like a, a mystery or something for like most of the movie. It's like, well, what's this mysterious creature in the ship? It's and it, we're just like it's Dracula. Like, like I think Invitation was a surprise. It's Dracula, or a surprise. Yes. It's the Dracula. Well, they they definitely they definitely were like it's a vampire movie, but then they revealed like halfway through where it's like, oh, some people call me Dracula. That <laughs> was like the, the twist of like that movie, but they I don't they never hit it. It was like a vampire movie. They just hit the fact that it's like actually a Dracula movie. But that would that would just like if they, this movie is like if they're like like really like making it like supposed to make it feel like it's a twist or something of what the creature is, like that that kind of annoys me. <laughs> That's what like um like GI Joe um retaliation where that like one of the things that annoyed me about that movie was like we we knew from the previous movie that Zartan was the president but then that was like the whole like thing of the the whole movie was like the the GI Joe team like slowly real like figuring out that like something we know from the start of the movie it's just like figure it out already <laughs> like we know screaming at the the movie you idiots like. <laughs> Come on, Rock. You can figure this out. Yeah. I get it. And and that was the point of Zartan. He did such a good job to mimic. But it was the bad payoff because he just sort of does nothing at the end. Mm-hmm. But it does, it does seem for like Last Voyage of the Meteor, like it's like Dracula seems like a full on monster. Like he's going to be in like monstrous bat mode for a lot of the movie. At least that's what they show in the trailer. Like they, 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 they I don't, I, none of the tra- none of the other characters they showed seem like they're gonna be, like Dracula in disguise or like the Count. <laughs> it's like it's like all the crew and then there's like this like giant Dracula monster bat running around. I. I think the story would be interesting if it was just a giant man bat instead of a suave. There was actually a really killer. cool like Shutter original. Um, I think it was it Blood Water or Blood something. It was like a World War Two movie, and this like crew of survivors from like a, a it was a U boat or some sort of like shipwreck. There's like an abandoned ship, like abandoned like German ship they find, but then they were transporting vampires on it. So like, there's like vampires running, like running around that killed all the Nazis, but now that this like new group is like trapped on the ship. That so that that was fun. Like uh, if 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 this if this last voyage of the meters like that, that would be that would, that could be pretty cool. But yeah, we just had the thing of like we know <laughs> if they're going by the novel, we know. There's kind of like no tension of like if any of them are gonna who's who's gonna survive is there a fi- is, there, is there a final survivor? Uh, based on the book, no, because <laughs> the ship like rolls in the I think the ship rolls in the port in London like it's like they ship they like go on the ship it's like everyone where's the crew no one's here. <laughs> and everyone's asleep. Yeah. Oh, should I should I mention too um. So the Last Voyage of the Meters is directed by Andre uh, Overdahl, who directed Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which was actually a pretty great 
like is P- a teen, but still I like, had some pretty creepy stuff for like a more teen focused horror movie. Like some like some of that like creature design from the books really really translated over super creepily to that movie. Did you did you see that, Chris? The scary, the scary stories telling dark movie. Is that the one with the scarecrow guy? Yes, there's Harold the Scarecrow. There's like the like weird pale woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've seen that. That one wasn't bad. It ends on a weird note, but I enjoyed it. It was really yeah, disturbing. A cliffhanger that we don't know if they'll ever resolve because there's been no or not sequel or anything. I thought I thought it did fairly well at the box office, but visually it looks good, especially yes. that pale woman. Like that was yeah. that was like the peak for me. They, but they, yeah, they really got like. like the ending that leaves you it's just like one kid is in the other dimension yeah well it was was it was it each creature or something was like tied to each of the kids that was like their fear or something or like uh, a nightmare or something and then uh it, it, like no the one... no each creature was something that they read about oh the, yeah they read it from the book and the book was like oh you didn't like this? Time to spawn it. Did the one kid get taken by the, like, jangly man or whatever? The one monster that was, like, the guy, the contortionist guy that was looking for his toe? That guy took the kid at the end? I, I Maybe, thought it was yeah. the pale woman. Oh, yeah, did the pale, did the pale woman, like, hug him to, like... Absorb him into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went away. And then they're like, oh, we got to find where this is. And then they stopped it. They destroyed the book or something. And then they're like, oh, shit. Our friend's not coming back. We got to keep looking. Like, I think it was the girl's brother or something. Mm -hmm. It's not memorable. That's the problem about that movie. The creatures are memorable. Like, the set the pieces are memorable, yeah. but yeah. The, the overall plot and the special ca- and the, the characters, I don't know. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember, though, there wasn't, a, like, a monster assault in the police station. That's yeah. The town just forgets about the next day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Andre, but, yeah, Andre... Overdahl, you know, he did a great job with the visuals for that movie, so... And, and, and it looks like Demeter's gonna have, like, I mean, the, the you know, the Dracula's design looks... Like, the bat creature design for Dracula is pretty cool. Looks like, it looks like it's gonna have, like, a you know, a dark, kind of, like, oppressive setting. And it's got that, like, Master and Commander, old-timey ship <laughs> vibe, or, like, yeah, everyone's trapped on this, this like, sailing ship. I don't know. It, it, it seems like it, it seems like it could be interesting. Uh, and it's definitely it's definitely an interesting take on like don't don't retell the whole story of Dracula. Just tell us one section. Um, and that'll be August 11th is when, is when that comes out. So uh, kind of closing out the summer with that one. So uh, a couple other bits of news. Uh, there's going to be a Stranger Things animated series, apparently, that was announced this week with pretty much no details besides that, except it's, there's, a, there's an animated show greenlit at, at Netflix, and that, that's pretty much all we know. <laughs> oh, I think the, the, the uh, Duffer brothers did say they wanted to, they've always wanted to make a show 
that was like a set, like kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon, like the ones they grew up with. So maybe it's going to have that sort of vibe. I don't, I don't know if that means it's going to be like aimed more like, like a younger audience, which would be kind of weird. I think maybe, but um, like like a kid, like a kitty, like Stranger Things show. Like you're getting to like um like Watchmen babies, <laughs> like uh, or like what, what was that what was that parody like the you remember that Chris like the oh Saturday morning Watchmen where it's just like. This oh yeah, yeah. Someone made a YouTube video of it, and yeah. they were like, "What '90s crime fighter show that is super inappropriate for kids would be?" Because mm-hmm. I I don't know if Stranger Things translates to a kitty like Camp Cretaceous for Jurassic Park style like. It's the it's the, it's a bunch of like young kids they have to fight like demons <laughs> from the upside down because because I mean there's there's like I mean Jerry Jenkins has brutal shit going on <laughs> like people get like you know ripped in half and eaten by de- like, demogorgons and it's like make then that... a literal portal to hell opens up <laughs> turn, turn that into like a Saturday morning cartoon I mean yeah I, I don't know how you could pull it off unless you take place in hell and or the <laughs> alternate universe and it's very kiddie friendly but the setting is very horrific mm-hmm. have you ever read hellboy in hell or like young hellboy or baby hellboy no the idea is like a whole it's like a mini series of just hellboy as a child like from being a baby before he's sent to earth and it's him just trying to struggle to like understand himself and mess around with hell demons. It's not as PG as it you think it's gonna be, mm-hmm. but the concept is that the what's at stake is very minimalized. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what kind of Saturday morning cartoon show you could do for Stranger Things that won't be either of the sad things that happen to the human characters that have nothing to do with the train, like the other world stuff, or do you just go back and explore like the other world and all the garbage that it like generates inside of it from the human world? I, yeah, my thing is I still don't understand how time works in the other side. Yeah. Cause you learned that last season, the upside down was still like the first season. Like everything it's was still like locked yeah. into like the first season or something. And it is that because seven went in there or no? Uh, eleven. Eleven went in there, and used the teleportation ability to come in and out or something. And then was it because Vecna really liked 1982? <laughs> yeah. Or is it? Or is it whoever's in? Steps it down, it like builds around them. I, that that sort of didn't make sense of Vecna, because then he just knew about Hawkins, and then he made everything, right? He, yeah, he, he made yeah, the demogorphin. He made yeah, he, the, yeah, he, he built everything. Yeah, the mind flare. So, but then there's the whole thing of like they go to Nancy's house. It's like, oh. I know there's, I know, I know I had like a, does she have a gun or something in the drawer? But like, it's like, oh, it's not here yet or something. Yeah. So they have to go to the gun store there and there, another place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. See, I, I don't know why Vecna allowed that to happen. Why would he create a world that anyone who enters can just bring in things they know in that time pass in the in the other dimension? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me that this is a dimension made between psych, like psychedelic children, I, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, pretty much no details about this animated series. Uh, I'm sure we'll find more after Stranger Things wraps up, which I think is... Is, that this, is it this year or is that next year when the final season airs? I think, I think it's I think it's next year, I think, that is when season the final season of Stranger Things air debuts. But we got this animated series and we got that... Uh, is it the London, the London play? The stage play? <laughs> or like... The two, the two like expansions to the universe that we're getting, weird, just weird <laughs> universe building. We're gonna make a, 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 a animated series in the vein of like Saturday morning cartoons and a like London London stage play. Stage play is interesting. Are they just gonna recap the first seasons? I think we we, we talked about it. it's gonna be like a it's a prequel where like. Um, like Hopper and everyone is in like it's like high school age. Like oh, that's that one. Yeah, that has nothing to do with Stranger Things besides the characters, right? Yeah, and, then, and, then, and nothing weird happened. Nothing weird happened to them, as far as we know. I'm, I'm, they're gonna they're gonna have to come up with something weird to happen to them, but well, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be monsters. They could just be their own human drama, and then yeah. the 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 hints that they were experimenting there. They were building the lab. I think that's how it should end. It's just, hey, you know, there's a job at this place, and blah blah blah. Like, yeah, they're looking for guards, and it's like, nah, I'm gonna move to the big city because Harper goes to New York for a while. Mm-hmm. And he he leaves, to go joins the war after high school. Then he does Vietnam. Then he comes back and he moves to New York, and he's a cop there. And then he comes back because of his yeah. daughter. Uh, I see. I actually stumbled upon a Stranger Things book, uh, like a novel that's a prequel, like sort of a prequel. There's, there's been, but yeah, well, there's also yeah, we have there's like the comics, comics, and like the, there's like books too. There's, there's been like other like expansions to the universe. Right, right. But the book one is just Harper's job that he basically was taking that define his career where it put him on like the path he was on to leave because it's some crime they was investigating in the 70s and the book kind of trails off to say like and something strange happens in new york and it's like i don't i think it might hint that there might be interdimensional beings but you he probably doesn't encounter it mm-hmm. now the reason why i say that is this book is thick <laughs> it, it's a giant book and yeah. I, I couldn't believe that this is like someone wrote a detective story and someone came by and said, oh, you know, we could just make this a Stranger Things mm-hmm. story and just add it like three chapters to tie it in. Because that book I mentioned, I got I got forgot the title. It's supposed to take place uh, at the first Christmas that Eleven and Hopper share together. And he recants like, an old case to her. And that's how the story starts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can build the expanded universe 
I feel like it just makes the story more confusing or just feels like cheap cash-ins. Some of the comics just don't go anywhere. Some of them are fun, but they have nothing to do with the overall plot. It's like side stories. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, Stranger Things and uh, David Harbour, he is one of the voice cast for Creature Commandos, which we found out. So we found out the whole the entire voice cast for that upcoming DC animated show. That's part of the the new rebooted DC universe under James Gunn and Peter Safran. So David Harbour is going to voice uh, Eric Frankenstein, aka the the uh, the creature. Um, Sean Gunn's back as Weasel. Uh, Frank Grillo is playing Rick Flag Senior. And apparently, if uh, they've already like, they've already like James Gunn already confirmed like Frank Grillo is going to appear in live action if whenever like Frank Rick Flag Senior shows up. That's like, like part of their plan is like whoever they cast in like voice acting roles or like in like a live action role plays them across all media. So Frank Rose is going to be voicing Frank reflects senior in the shit in this animated show. And then will probably appear in live action in other properties in the, this new DC universe. Um, Maria Bakalova from Borat two is playing princess Alana Rostovic. Um, Indira Varma is playing the bride of Frankenstein. Um, Zoe Chow is playing uh, Nina Mazursky, and Alan Tudyk is playing uh, Dr. Phosphorus. And then uh, Steve Agee is, is coming back as his Peacemaker character, John Economos. Econ- uh, so there's going to be like a Peacemaker connection, apparently. Hmm. And then apparently, yeah, apparently, ever, like if any, anyone else besides Frank Grillo, like if, if like, you know, Dr. Phosphorus shows up in like uh, a live action movie, like Alan Tudyk would probably like voice him or do some sort of like motion capture. Or like if the Eric Frankenstein shows up, David Harbour would play him in live action. Or if there's a game, they like they would voice the character in the game. Which is part, that's part a, of their that's plan, a good so. contract, and fans would like the consistency. Mm-hmm. That's if this that was on a good foot. That, I mean, that, that was that was like James Gunn's big thing is like. We're gonna like we're like whoever 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 casts a Superman is Superman across all media, uh, animated shows, animated movies, get games, anything, or like whoever casts a new Batman is gonna be Batman and everything. But uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool, very cool voice cast. Um, this this the show seems like it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, James Gunn wrote all the episodes. Um. And yeah, just like weird. Like, hopefully, hopefully it has some vibes like the Suicide Squad, like the James Gunn Suicide Squad, where it's just like this weird cast of characters like dealing with whatever, whatever they whatever they're dealing with. I don't think there's a release date for this yet, because um, pretty, pretty much nothing of this new universe besides uh, Superman Legacy has a release date. Because Superman Legacy is like 2025, I believe, like June 2025. But we have no other release dates for this new universe besides that. But it, it, probably, it probably can't come soon enough for uh, more discovery because like Shazam was a financial disaster. <laughs> like it's just like they're gonna lose a ton of money on that. Um, 
and then who who knows about the the Flash will probably be pretty big, but just because like everyone wants to see Michael Keaton back, so that'll probably like boost the Flash. Um, Blue Beetle, who knows? And then Aquaman, who knows? Yeah, didn't didn't they make film a lot of Aquaman two scenes already? I mean, it, it's I mean, it, it's done. It's coming out. It's like, but they, I think they'd like reshoot things or they they cut things out because they were like, it was when they were like going to have you know, interconnected movies or like more like continuity with like the current stuff, and then they're rebooting it. So a lot of stuff got like, I don't know. If, I think there was like a Ben Affleck Batman thing in Aquaman, or like more cameos they had to cut out because it's like the. the it don't matter anymore. Like it's not gonna go anywhere after Aquaman. So definitely a weird time for DC. I don't think I don't think we, have we ever have we ever seen like a like a lame duck <laughs> like franchise where it's like we know we know it's like in, in like a year or two it's gonna be like totally rebooted so none of this matters but they're still putting the movies out anyway. Yeah, instead of halting it and. And retooling it for the next thing, they oh, just yeah. are going forward with it. I guess. I guess the only thing wasn't didn't like didn't Dark Phoenix come out like and we knew Disney bought Fox and they were gonna reboot X Men, so it, it, it yeah, didn't matter. Yeah, that, like, that was an end note to what they already started, and yeah, it it's I mean it ends badly. It's it's one of the worst movies ever made. Well, uh, and the middle's okay. The middle's okay. <laughs> Like, dude, like I didn't the, like, mind the middle. The, like weapon, like when like like Wolverine shows up in Weapon X. That happens in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, because they all because all the kids get captured, then it's like, oh no, that, that happened. In, out. Yeah, that's another one. Oh, was that uh, what the hell was the one before Dark Phoenix? <laughs> Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Happened in Apoc- like man, they just yeah, they just blur together. Was it Apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't mind Apocalypse. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. It, it's not the best, but I didn't mind it. Dark Phoenix though is worse than Apocalypse. At least Apocalypse, we had like things we liked that we like from Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. I what I don't give it is um, trying to have the balls to say that this. This this error is going to keep continuing with like epicness because they dropped the ball on that on Dark Phoenix. I think they that's also... it. Like at that point, it was like okay. If but I feel like if they had a chance to make a fifth movie, they could probably tie it back in, like get it back on course. But then they didn't. Shazam though is not like the core movie isn't good, and then the boldness to say that's all connected and there's gonna be more of it is also insulting. Yeah, there's like post a post credit scene. There's like two post credit scenes that are like teasing things that are never gonna happen. Which yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm curious like to see if the Flash or like Blue Beetle or Aquaman also have like end credit like you know post credit scenes that are, are like setting things up that are like are never going to happen. <laughs> like. You know, like Batman or Superman shows up in Aquaman. It's like, oh man, we got, we got this, this thing's coming. We got to deal with it, <laughs> and then they never do. <laughs> but, but yeah, Creature Commandos definitely happening. Uh, one of the one of the the, the big new 
DC Universe things. And uh, that's, that's it for news this week. So why don't you jump into show and tell. And Chris, did you see anything over last week or so here? I did. I finally saw everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Best picture winner. I can see why. And it it deserves the award, I believe. The the concept alone is very grand and I had the patience to appreciate it. Because I know some people didn't get the high concept, the the confusing uh like the sci-fi elements that if you didn't grow up with things like this and this is your first time getting all of it, like a big dose of it at once, it could be overwhelming. Because mm-hmm. it, the idea is almost out of like a video game, a comic book, especially the Rick and Morty things, the multi-universes recently in the, in the last year, multi-universes has been hot. Yes. Maybe the last three years. Well, I mean, but they, it, I mean, this came out. La- this came out last year, like a week or two after Doctor Strange, or before Doctor Strange. It was like they were w- within like a couple weeks of each other. They came- <laughs> and they're both like multiverse movies. So, I could see the confusion of this movie not being something that they expect it, nor could they understand in one sitting. I I did, though. I, I totally on board once I understand just the basics. But I do appreciate the complexity and the simplification at the same time of multiverses and then these almost like comical uh mm, the, the like the beginning parts like the alpha world element mm-hmm. of the movie because without that establishment character thing we wouldn't get anywhere this far the only thing i was kind of like oh they went cheap on was sort of like the, like the laundry van in that other multiverse is similar to the laundry van in the i guess the worst universe Mm-hmm. And like it feels very cheap. Like I, I granted this movie's made on a tight budget that they were able to just quadruple from how much this did gangbusters in movie theaters, right? Or or just yeah. critical award. But yeah, it feels sometimes the CGI work when it's not uh the actual like like um practical stunts and stuff, it looks weird. It has this weird PS3 graphics to it sometimes. <laughs> like, so. well, like when you're in the, like, the, um, whatever, like, the actual, like, universe with, like, with the, uh, everything, the black hole bagel or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that part was okay, but I'm talking about some of the stunts where, like, uh, Alpha Gogong, he rams, uh, Alpha Joy. Like, mm. the, like there's a scene where they're in a hallway. And then suddenly, like, she sort of gets, like, hit by the wheelchair because Alpha Gogong, like, took over and was able to, like, jack up his wheelchair to sci-fi levels. It doesn't quite explain how he brings, like, a super wheelchair mech suit in 
the worst universe. So there's some of the minute details, like, huh, how did that happen? Did he have, did he build this? Did he have time to know how to build this wheelchair, like this mega wheelchair? Like, go back and watch that scene. It's like they don't address it. It's just there. At least when Alpha Quan or whatever his name, like her husband, mm-hmm. uh, the Alpha version like doesn't need glasses, so when he takes over, he just takes off his glasses. So that made sense to me. Yeah, yeah, everyone getting, like, using the multiverse to, like, gain, like, the skills of, like, your other self makes sense. But then, yeah, there's there's things, things where, like, yeah, but, physically, so, like, like, well, I guess because, like, because, like, Joy, when, like, the, like, the, whatever, the evil, or, like, the nihilist, the evil entity version of her, like, has, create like, crazy powers and she can, like, just change reality at will. Yeah, she can tap in. Yeah. So. She knows every possibility all the time. So I get why she doesn't need to do crazy shit to unlock abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Evelyn's husband, he needs to do crazy stuff to unlock certain abilities. So that made sense. But he has a crew. He has the people in the chairs, like the people at the computer, to tell them what the jump points are. Mm-hmm. At one point, Evelyn just sort of get free balls it. What could be weird, right? To yeah. So, I'm trying to understand that. That's how we get hot dog figures, because that was like yeah, she messed up. Yeah, she messed up to do something weird, and she got hot dog fingers. So that was accidental. But there's one point in the movie where she's able to just she's trying to purposely like do weird shit, and I think that's the point. It doesn't state like someone's telling her what to do. She sort of just goes, well, if you do something weird, the weirder it is, the the better the odds of you just jumping into another person. Mm-hmm. But is that a rule for everyone? Like, because other people are doing weird shit in order to try to trigger abilities, right? But let's say in real life, you accidentally do a weird thing. Does that automatically, like, give you memories of another person? Or does your brain have to be unlocked to a certain degree? You know, like, what's the initial... Uh, step besides oh telling me that the multiverse is real it's like okay well do weird shit and then you accidentally like untap into it but that means anyone could do that by accident like one day decide to eat out of the garbage and then holy shit now you can like do something don't don't you need like the like bluetooth headset or whatever okay they established in the beginning but then eventually you don't i think if you do it enough times you don't or your brain rewires and then you don't, because Evelyn and Joy don't need the headset anymore. I mean, uh, so maybe you're right. Maybe it's a headset thing. Like once you reach a certain level and you fry your brain out, then you don't know. Then you no longer need the headset. It's just you can freely do it. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's that. Okay. See, thank you for explaining. Like, but there's one point Evelyn is just freeballing it, and then she. But she still has the headset on, so like she's like yeah. that technology is like just like just whatever she's doing, all the actions she's like is like jumping around the like because like because like uh like Wayman and all all of his guys like the alpha like the alpha versions of them like have it charted out like if you so like we know if you like you know chew gum from their desk you get like like you know like tap into like a, the karate version of yourself or the first version of those like martial arts or. They have like all they have all, they have, they like know all the specific like actions to like get certain actions, but then she's just like going like 
just doing whatever. So she's getting like insane, <laughs> like random powers or like random having it's like you know like the wreck wreck wrecking to universe or whatever <laughs> like oh man wreck wreck Kuni is such a yeah. fun, like, i did not expect that level of comedy i thought it'd be funny and clever not mixture of funny and clever to just super fucking hilarious off like feels like a different movie yeah also the the, the only Best picture winner with like a like martial arts dildo fight. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, someone said that this basically is a Stephen Chow movie mixed in with like a scary movie, or like the like Farley Brothers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love it. It 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 totally was like I was in the right mood for it. I I had a few beers. And I was just like, holy shit, this is great. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely understand the recommendations, and like, it's one of those movies. If it didn't get recognized to some degree or some acclaim, like atrocity, you know, it's an atrocity yeah. if it didn't. And it, and it does, and it does, it does everything because like, there's awesome action. Like, there's like, you know, Key Kwan, like that, like, like, like uh, fanny pack fight is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's also yeah, it's also hilarious, and it's also like there's like super there's like romance, dramatic. Yeah, it's yeah, very dramatic, and it's very high concept sci-fi. It's very uh, lowbrow at times. Yes, yeah. it's, it's got a fun message and very heartbreaking at moments. Like it's a lot. Like yeah, two and a half hours. You it, you feel daunting, but you I think it's like a good experience. Now, if they ever did a TV show version of this, I kind of want a TV show version of this so we can, like, kind of calm things down and really focus in on one thing and another. <laughs> I'll be damned if they do an everything all at once TV show and we just focus in on certain elements per episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a miniseries. It doesn't have to be a full, full-blown, full you know, syndication thing where it's 30 episodes or something. Uh... The other part is, I can't figure out the end. I'm still kind of confused of that version. So that, it, I couldn't figure out if that was the version that Evelyn, she, she picks that one to stay and sort of focus, but that's not the one she came from. Right? Like, the, the like, better version of her first version. It That, that doesn't seem like they fixed anything. It just sort of, like, this is the she made a slightly better decision than this one. Well, I think, yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they leave the, I don't think it's a new, I don't think it's a new universe or anything. I think there's, there's still in like their main universe. They just, everyone just kind of like learned from their experiences. But that IRS building was broken as shit from all the action and stuff. So, what like well, well, well I think I think I think it's like they you know they wrap up they like st- stop the bagel like like they stop like the bagel and like and, but then I think it's like a while later like it's like oh the era, they they rebuilt the the building and they we have to like go <laughs> file our taxes again now yeah that's how it is I thought this was the next day and this is no very... I think I think I think it's I think it's a I think it's a while they like they like let like the <laughs> IRS rebuild their building and stuff and let let things settle. Okay, I just thought she jumped to another universe. 
No, I think I think it's 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 still it's 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 the universe that she was in. Like, cause I don't, I don't I don't think the way it works. I don't I don't think you can like you can't jump to another universe because like is it, the only thing that's jumping is your brain when you like jump to like. Well, Kiki Kwan did. I mean, not Kiki. Um, like Alpha Joy did, but then she got reminded that her mom is also like with her in this experience. Mm-hmm. Some of the messages. So I was reviewing some of it, and the idea was that. She can't go to a lot of other worlds because Joey's not alive in certain versions because certain things didn't happen. So she's locked out of those versions. The mom can always go to that version of the world like, and not be with um, Joy. Mm-hmm. But she chose to stay in the ones that like you can be with Joy, but it's going to be harder because she gave up on a lot of her dreams to mm-hmm. be to have Joy. So... I, and that's why the worst version of herself is still, like, with joy, I guess. I I, I don't get, like, I just was thinking too deep into it, and I was trying to figure out what universe was it at the end. I, if they put, like, a, you know, two weeks later blurb or sort of like a, hey, you know, that was a crazy month, right? Like, yeah. Because you can't just have that. You can't just reveal that there's a multiverse and that, you know all this crazy shit happen, and then go back to doing taxes. It's like, yep, that was weird. Well, we still got a pair of taxes. Yeah, and it's like, I'm pretty sure you assaulted federal agents in a federal building. Mm-hmm. The government's not going to let that go. Or, congratulations, <laughs> you're going to get experimented on forever now. So, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I put too much logic at that point. I just wish they sort of gave it a better conclusion a little bit because it sort of ends on that Rick and Morty, like our adventure's over. Like we wash our hands clean of what just happened that like we put the world in danger and we go about to business and, you know, Morty goes back to school. Like whatever, you know, like there's, it sort of has that vibe. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, no, no, no. You can't spend two hours explaining all this and then just not explain this, this version at the end, you know, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. go back to that. You explain to me the how um, Evelyn learned kung fu from a, a kung fu master who loves cookies. Like I, I got that, you know. Like you clearly conveyed that message. What the hell's up with this version? That like they they rebuilt the IRS and Jamie Lee Curtis is sort of like anyway, like <laughs> that was back weird. to work. Yeah, that was weird. Like no, no question. So. Yeah, I, that's my only my only negative is that the ending is could have been better, or just a little explain or something that's a definite thing. I, I I looked at three different reviews, had to sit through like twenty minute reviews or plus to understand what the hell that ending was, and like everyone had like a slightly different interpretation. Mm-hmm. And it was no like this makes sense. It's sort of like anyway, she chooses this universe. I was like, wait, what? She chose this universe? Like. The IRS came to the laundromat, and then she broke the window, and then, let alone, is this the same universe that she punched uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis in the face, and then fought security and got away with it? <laughs> right? You, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't understand how this works. So yeah, if you told me the story, like, what happened in... If they showed me a version of the the non-sci-fi parts where 
like if you were Jamie Lee Curtis, you gave tax her character where she did the taxes was like, no, this seems like tax fraud. And then gave him a second chance, got up and left her desk, got punched in the face, reported it because she wanted to report that security. But then the person you report got away and then you went to their business that night to evict them. Because the idea is that like they didn't go because she threw the party instead of going to um, in that other version where she broke the window. She didn't go back to the IRS. She just straight up like threw the party instead. And that's what caused that issue. So once I started breaking it down, I was like, I don't think this is the right universe. I think it's like slightly different ones again. Did she maybe jump her universe to another one during the movie? I don't know. You know, like yeah. she lived a parallel version, so something. So that that's where I'm like, I, I I just get confused by that one part. But if you yeah, like if you're like me and boggled it down, it just seems weird how the ending ends. But if you just care for the simple message and the action and the comedy, you'll have a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, that's mostly what I watched. Lot to watch in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, did I talk about watching the ABC Muppets yet? Oh, like the actual, like the, like, canceled show? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Well, I, I've been watching, like, that on the side, <laughs> just to get ready for the new Muppets series or movie. Muppets Mayhem? Yeah. Is that a movie or a series? It's gonna be a show. Yeah. Well, to get back into the Muppets feel... I started watching the ABC Muppet Show, which took basically it was their attempt to be Thirty Rock. Yes. But with uh, Muppets, I didn't mind it. Like the writing, no, I, I thought it was fun too. And then it was just yeah. like no one's watching this, and it got canceled. Well, because I could see it's just a lot of money to make this to have all these car- like cameos and the puppetry, and then the locations. And if this show was still around, this show probably would have gotten canceled during COVID time. Mm-hmm. But it's a shame. It's it's actually generally like a a good show. It's not like hilarious where every episode you're laughing, but I get every, every episode's like story, and it's fun to watch the characters in modern times with modern day problems still be puppet people, and it's like the world is okay with it. You know, there's like certain it's like. Oh, yeah, no, this makes sense to just what the Muppet show was, where no one was freaked out that the Muppets are real. and They've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I appreciate it. I, again, it's weird that every few years they reboot the Muppet universe to just be like, hey, we, we need to be like a show again or or we should start a show. That's like the two themes I've seen in the Muppets things where they literally have to bring the band back together or start the band, you know, or start the group. Yeah. Go into show business. You should check out, uh, when, if you, when you finish watching like the Muppets, you should watch Muppets now. That was pretty good too. That was like the like weird six episode, like 2020 mini series that like <laughs> was on Disney plus. Um, that was like, it was like a, every, all the, like each of the Muppets had like a different sh- like segment. And like Scooter was like running it on like it was like an internet like he was like running it was like oh Miss Piggy has like a talk show and Switch has a, has a cooking show and like Pepe has like a game show and I so. and then and then obviously like 
probably, probably the best recent Muppet thing is Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I'm working my way up to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the yeah the the Muppets the show. Yeah, I, when I was watching, I was like, yeah, this is this is this is this seems this is super funny and fun. But then it was like the reviews were kind of just like okay, and then like the ratings were horrible. <laughs> so it's like I, I don't know, like. <laughs> and then I think there was like um. Like halfway through, they like brought someone else in to like revamp or like kind of switch it, like kind of try try to switch it away from like being like a blatant office ripoff. Because then it was like to try to to try, yeah, it was, it's, it was like yeah, it's like halfway through. Um, I think did they get like Paul Lieberstein, like Toby from the, I think Toby from the Office, like because he's he's also like a producer and stuff and a writer. I think they brought him in to like try to help the show or like do something with the show. Like, I don't. Right? I, well, or something, because yeah, I don't. There's like, there's a lot of like weird. There's like some like backstage, like or like background drama of like they brought they brought like other people, like whoever the original showrunners were, like they brought other people into like we we need to like <laughs> like figure out a way to try to save this or like revamp it or something. But yeah, a lot, of, a lot of fun, uh, you know, a lot of fun, like guest, guest, guest experiences as you'd expect from the Muppets. Like, I, I loved like the, um, there was the one episode where it was like, it was like, um, like Ian Searing was on it. Have you seen that one yet? No. I think that was a later one. <laughs> just like, it, like it, just like it was, like I think, I think it was like, like Rizzo and Pepe like rent, like rent Ian Searing's house, <laughs> and he just, and he, but he just shows back up. <laughs> I think um, the episode I last watched was Fozzie was stealing Jay Leno's uh, like candy trinket, like candy glass thing, a tray. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like really slow burning it because I want to enjoy it because it's like, oh, I, get, I like if it wasn't that great, I'll just like watch it through without paying attention so much. But it's actually like nice. It was a good show. Yeah. It's again shame that they only do they they it was so it was too good to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's I think there was like just some sort of like like I think people were like oh it's just ripping out the office so it's it's dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can see people like discounting it early because of that. But uh, yeah, anything else, Chris? what about you so i watched i watched a bunch of stuff so i saw i, I rewatched one of our favorites uh sidekicks the chuck norris classic because i bought the like there was a re, I think it was a couple weeks ago it came out on 4k from vinegar syndrome who vinegar syndrome just like brings like bizarre and like cult favorites to like 4k that probably should not be on 4k but they do it anyway <laughs> um so, so yeah, there's a there's a, a fancy 4K transfer of sidekicks you can get now, which I bought, and it, it's got it's got, it's got a bunch of extra special features, like a lot of like behind the scenes, like talking like the set designer and like the like poser and stuff. But 
uh, the biggest thing is, is is definitely like it's this is like the best psychic has ever looked because it's like this like 4K transfer from the like 30 film five millimeter film because because I think you and I know Chris like we because we we've been watching psychics for like years but like there's been like the best version prior was like the laser there's like a weird like laser disc rip or something of like high psychics there's because there's like a there's barely a DVD release and then I don't think there's a Blu-ray until like very recently so there was there like the if you want to like see it in like any sort of like quality that you could like discern, it was like like someone like ripped like the laser disc version. That was like the version that was like kind of like spread it out everywhere on like YouTube and like like torrent sites and stuff. But yeah, now we now we have a a, a very a, like a very clear, gorgeous looking 4K of Psychics, and still yeah, still still wonderfully weird and fun <laughs> and just. Lots like lots of questionable things, but lots of like like um lots of lots of weird uh stuff going on. I still like all everything with like like Jonathan Brandis and like his teacher and like it's like he has a crush on his teacher, but then it's like dad swoops in which they did I, I realize like like I think we might have talked about it, like when we did the commentary for it, but like it's so weird like like Bo Bridges like just swoops in and he's like, Well, I'm being your teacher now. There's like no like really like comment on no it. No chemistry, <laughs> it's sort of us he's bumbling and she is no one then, else is hitting on her besides Joe Piscobal. Maybe not, just no, no, not even. They they, they, only, they only meet at like the like term at the end. And then they, yeah, yeah. Not even, like, fight, but they're so, not, like, you mean to tell me this very attractive teacher no one talks to? No one else finds attractive. There is there is like a weird um like the English teacher or something is like very like creepy and like trying to be like yo do you need, you need assistance with your any of your students I'll help you. <laughs> I'll help. Uh, um. And then but then also like like so like yeah so it's it's they, they don't really comment on it but it, it seems like yeah you know, like Bo Bridges is like dating is dating uh this teacher now and then but then like and then but then like. Like Jonathan Brandis is fine with it, even though he has a crush on his teacher. He's, he has no no comment on like his dad dating his te- the teacher that he has a crush on. But then there's well, like maybe the whole he thing. Just has, well, he has a girlfriend already, or a wannabe girlfriend. Well, it's that's also that's also the weird thing too. I think we we talked about it before. Where like like Danica McKellar is like this like this like girl like this girl who's like her, like friends with him, and seems to be like throwing herself at him. And then Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis is like not picking up on it. But then, like, but then it finds you find out like, oh, she's like being nice to him because she felt sorry for him. But then when he, when he learns karate and like it actually like, is able to fight back, she's like very interested in him. So it's <laughs> she's like totally interested in him. She's she's like turned on by violence. Yeah, and we even said that's not a good reason to be in a relationship. No, it's like it, like Im- like immediately after he like he stands to like his like main bully and like like, like like actually is able to like fight him off and like knock him down. Like, yeah, like, I was just like, oh, hey, Barry, you want to go, wanna go zoo with me? Or, like, want to go on a date with me? And he's, he's like, sure, yeah. But, that, like, that was, like, like this, the last scene they had together before that was, like, well, I I, I'm, I'm, I, I, really, I really feel sorry for you, Barry. Like, I feel sorry that you're, like, getting picked out all the time. <laughs> and then it has all the, like, all the crazy, like, Mako, like, all those, like, training techniques that are, like, <laughs> are very, like, uh, unorthodox, like very like Mr. Miyagi style, like throwing dumplings at him. <laughs> also, yeah, like, their training like, doesn't make any sense. 
there's also, but there's also like there's not like a straight up like training montage. There's like scene. There's like, like some scenes that are like kind of like a montage, but like there's no like full like you would you expect that I have like a full like like you know like rock song or something playing, but there's never like a it's not like a big like training montage song or anything. It's like like just it's just like a couple scenes of like they're in the park like doing nunchucks or something. Yeah, they're the the weird thing about that is that they make karate seem like it's the end all be all to be cool in that school. Yeah. And it, it comes in that karate kid universal rule where if you win this tournament, you gain the respect of everyone apparently. Yeah. Oh, and also there's also a weird, like now, now like post Cobra Kai now there is a weird connection where it's like karate also, or like training karate, like cures asthma. Cause like, that was, cause that was the big, like Cobra Kai, like, uh, like Miguel in season one had asthma, and then somehow like Johnny like was able to, like like train it out of him. <laughs> and then here it's like 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 Mr. Lee Mako is able to like train it out of. Oh like, no, he gave him a tea, right? He made him like rub shit on his chest every day. Yeah, stuff. some sort of weird, some sort of weird green like viscous tea to drink, and then but also but uh, because he's like like running and like walking to school, thinking like like actually like physically active, like that's like helping his asthma too or something. And then, and then just all all the like fantasy sequences are just like so so wonderfully ridiculous. <laughs> Although, one of the, I feel like one only one of them is like directly like a Chuck Norris like it's there's like there's a missing in action one that's like definitely like one thousand percent like a, it's like we're, we're like Barry's watching missing in action falls asleep he's in missing in action. But then all yeah, the other ones yeah. are, all the other ones are sort of like just like vaguely sort of like you could maybe kind of like, uh, like the octagon esque like, one yeah, the, where yeah, the, the opening it, ninja one is kind of like the octagon yeah there's one yeah, there's, yeah. The, there's one that's sort of like the I think it's like the hitman or something the, the one where like like Chuck is in like a he has like a mullet and a trench coat and a shotgun yeah yeah what's that one called like dead something I think, I think it's I think, I think it's the hitman is like the, okay. the yeah but they're like very like. Only the missing action one is like very like blatant. Like this is missing action. Like all the others are, are sort of just like you can yeah, you can sort of like if you squint, this is maybe the octagon, but not really. <laughs> so, but I, it's but yeah, it's it's still a ton of fun. Like yeah, Joe Pisco just being a, a cartoon character and Chuck Norris playing himself and <laughs> all, all everything going on with it. And and yeah, now you can watch it in. Gorgeous 4K if you want. So I, was, I would definitely definitely say if you're a fan of it like us, like definitely grab that 4K because it's uh it's a it's the best it's like the best quality you're ever gonna see sidekicks in. <laughs> so so I watched that. Uh, I also finally saw Clerks three. No, oh, that's on my to watch list too. Oh, so you haven't seen that yet? Okay. Don't spoil it. Yet. I heard it's another divisive movie. I yeah, I won't spoil it. I'll just say it's pretty bizarre for like the final chapter of like the Clerks franchise Is like it definitely it, the final chapter i i don't know where they go post this <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a very insane like weird uh fourth movie your continuation of it like where this go- movie goes um and oh, do you need to see jane saw sound bob reboot it i don't think so i think because like it picks up I, I think it, I think it only really like it's the, the, the clerks series is the only one that really, really matters I think like I don't yeah I don't think you need to watch like other a lot of the other like Askew verse movies because it because it picks up like 
however it well i think i think it's real i think i think it's like real time from clerks 2 so it's been so it's been like 15 years since clerks 2 mm. and there's like there's like stuff like you know like elias from clerks 2 is is a main character in this one um and it's it, you know it, it like they I, in the clerks too they bought like the quick stop so like they, they you know like Denton and Randall own the quick stop now right right so that's all picked up from from clerks too so I think I think you just really need to like maybe like refresh on like clerks one and two if you haven't seen those in a while but I think I think those are the only like uh like continuity like the ones you need to know for like the story wise but yeah it's 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 strange um it's like weirdly dramatic at times like way way more dramatic than you think it would be like there's like just full on like like especially especially like like kevin smith puts freaking like brian o'halloran and dante like through the fucking ringer like he just says gives it like he has like like he's like he has like multiple scenes where he's just like weeping openly and crying and because of like things that are happening and it's just like what what is this tone <laughs> like <laughs> this is a clerk's and also, and then just like the like the like lesson or like the like what are we supposed to get out of this movie? Like, what's the message of this movie? Is like really muddled. Like when you when you when you see it, we'll like talk about what you think what we think the like moral story is, or like the lesson of the like what the message is, because it's like really it's like a really muddled of like of like what I, I I'm not sure what Kevin Smith's trying to do because I because obviously this it's like a lot of it is like is like. like because he had a heart attack, obviously in real life, and then this like uh, in this movie, it's like Randall has a heart attack, and so there's like that kind of like real life similarity. But then there's, uh, then there's like like other stuff that happens where it's just like, so it's like the lesson like like this, or is it like is it this other thing, or is it <laughs> um, and it's also it's also like just um, I I did I I there's a couple funny bits in it. Overall, I, 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 overall, I think it's it's definitely my, my least favorite of the Clerks movies. Mm. Like, there's like they really lean into like uh, like Elias, and then he has like a new like he he has his own Silent Bob named like Blockchain, and they're like into like NFTs and also but then also like they turned like Satanists, and there's like, this whole like running bit like bit throughout the whole movie of, like them constantly coming in like having like costume changes and stuff that I didn't really find that funny, but that's like a huge like. Apparently, like everyone thought that, that everyone thought that, like everyone making this movie thought that was hilarious. And then just all all the stuff like we're gonna remake, like we're like the meta of like we're gonna like remake the first Clerks and like mention like all like the stuff to, from the Clerk, first Clerks movie is like I I would just like <laughs> you might as well just watch Clerks like it's like yeah it's so you're you're just watching this meta meta it's, it's, it's almost like is it a shot for shot of the first movie. They they don't even they don't even really do a lot of like shot for shot stuff. They just like talk about a lot of stuff. Like there's like there's oh. a couple scenes where they like where it's like oh we're shooting the scene that was like from like that like is like sort of like from like the the first original movie, but a lot of it's just like it, a lot of it is like it, it's very like member berries. It's just like Randall being like hey remember this remember when this happened remember this happened remember this happened like and like writing into a script mean. yeah. Like, it's like, it could be a lot better, but they chose a very like simplified version, almost of a TV show trying to recap a movie. Yeah, but not even like a not even like a clip show where you get to see like clips from like the, the original. It's just like you know they're talking about 
Like remember, it's like remember when that guy died in the bathroom? <laughs> remember that? That happened. Yeah, that sounds rough. I, I mean, I'll still see it, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see this in theaters, and I know, like, during the last summer, or I think last month, I think, there was a Kevin Smith watches all three Clerks movies with you hmm. in Jersey. Yeah. I was interested, but I, it's like, it ran from, like, 10 a.m. to, like, 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's 10 p.m. to 6 in the morning. But uh, yeah, but I mean, there, there, there's, there's a couple of like, there's a couple of pretty funny bits that made me laugh. Like the entire, the, the entire like hospital sequence in the beginning, where like where Randall's in the hospital and like uh, like Amy Sedaris shows up as his doctor, and they have like a great back and forth, and there's like a whole thing of like he doesn't want to like, like he doesn't want to like, they have to like, sh- they have to like, like get to, they have to like use going into like his like femoral artery and like his like groin to get to like his like heart so they can like do whatever they need to do for the heart attack. But he, he doesn't want anyone to like take his pants off because he's like, I got a little dick. I don't want him to see my dick. Like, and then there's like a audition thing where like it, the, the audition process where they like, like having like actors come in, like be in the movie, and it's all just like it's all just like Kevin Smith's friends and like you know it's all like it's all cameos it's, like Ben Affleck and like Frey Prince Jr. and <laughs> Bobby Moynihan and all these other like people showing up. So that that bit's pretty funny. About them, I was like, like reading like, uh, like clerks lines and like trying to like put their like, like asking questions about what what their character motivations are and stuff, and like try to make it a musical and stuff like that. So, couple couple of funny like segments in it, but yeah, overall I just found it, it was like very bizarre, totally and like story wise. All right. And just but yeah, you you don't recommend it though. Yeah. I would I would say just like watch like the first two like it's it's it's, it's such a like such a weird like way to like wrap up and like kind of like set if this is like the send off like these characters it's just so, it's such a weird send off or just or watch like the 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 best clerks thing which is the animated series. R.I.P. The, the ABC show. <laughs> that when is that going to we're rebooting everything else? Like when was when is that getting rebooted on like Adult Swim or something or HBO Max? Like yeah. Plus, like that show. I think Amazon keeps showing. Oh, you like Clerks? Like you could buy all of them. Like every episode, two bucks each. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Just make it Prime ready. So yeah, I don't yeah I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I would definitely say, I would definitely like say you watch it, Chris, cause, so that we can like <laughs> talk about it, talk about like all of, like the like weird choices, and if you agree that it, it's like a kind of depressing <laughs> finale. Gotcha, gotcha. But then uh, last thing I watched is the big one. I saw the Super Mario Bros. movie, the you know just exploding at the box office, breaking every record imaginable. Um, and you know the first the first Super Mario movie since the 1983 movie, <laughs> and uh, definitely definitely better than that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought the Super Mario this, this, uh, Illumination movie was overall like super fun. Um, 
it's not like plot wise it's not gonna be like you know, it's not like gonna win awards for like it's writing or like it's like it's it's a very straightforward plot of us like the plot basically is just, is just like like deliver like the characters from like one point to another point like it's not like the lego movie you're like don't go expect like the lego movie or anything like complex like that or like or more, more in depth than that um it's a very just like we got we're here we gotta go here we gotta go here we gotta go here that's it <laughs> it's also it's also just like like a very like basic like hero's journey for mario which is he has like you know like figure out his like potential and like become the hero but i mean visually it's gorgeous like it it's like just incredible to look at like they just do they do an amazing job just like recreating like the mushroom kingdom and like all the all the different creatures like all, you know, all the enemies and all like the like settings and there's like so many like just like you know background details like easter eggs and um you know like, all, all different you know like koopas and spinies and goombas and dry bones and all the all, all the like, bloopers all the, all the all the enemies you like you know from the games and then yeah just like all the different like all the different settings and then even even like uh it starts out in the real world in brooklyn <laughs> and even in brooklyn there's like like background like easter egg stuff and fun details in there and yeah, basically, basically Mario and Luigi are uh, trying to get their plumbing business off the ground, and then they end up uh, there's like some sort of it's like a massive flood in Brooklyn, and then they end up in like this like weird underground section because they're, they're like tr- they're like going to sewers to try to find, find like the like the main vent to, like shut off like the like waters flowing out, mm-hmm. and they fi- and they find a they find a green pipe in this like weird abandoned section of like the sewers, and then that's how they get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom. You mean they don't find like a meteor? No, they don't find a meteor to like an alternate dimension. No, and then and the Mushroom Kingdom is actually like the Mushroom Kingdom you know and love, not like a cyberpunk nightmare. <laughs> but yeah, as as they get sucked in, like they get separated. So like Luigi ends up in like this like, you know, the, the like Bowser conquered dark world kind of area. Then Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom and he runs into Toad and uh, Peach and they all team up and then they all have to team up to like stop Bowser because Bowser Bowser's trying to get like the superstar that will like give him like the power to like take over the, all the all the different lands and yeah and, then, and voice acting wise I mean Jack Black I think is probably the standout like because he does such an amazing like he does a fantastic job as Bowser where it's like Bowser is like he does a great job of like the balancing of like Bowser is a actual kind of like threat, but also like, he's a giant goofball. <laughs> like there's times where like he's like an actual like threatening villain, and mm-hmm. and but then other times he's like singing like piano power ballads. <laughs> so it's like this great like like blending or like mix of like he is like you believe he you believe he could conquer the, all these like worlds, but then also he's just like a wacky like it's <laughs> wacky like goofball character. And Chris Pratt, I was like, is you get used to it? It's fine. Like it's like he's like whatever. <laughs> he's got it's it's a vaguely Italian kind of like spin on, on everything, but like it's it's like it's it's basically just his normal voice with like a little bit of like an Italian like uh, it's a me like on on it, but like it's not it's not like over the top crazy or anything. And it, it's fine. It's not the best. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Um. Charlie Day is, is like probably is like perfect like his like his like you know like manic kind of like like nervous energy is perfect for Luigi. Mm-hmm. Although the one thing I, like hopefully in the sequel he'll have more to do, but like Luigi kind of like 
because he got because he's captured like really, really doesn't have much to do at all in the movie. There's, it's just constantly like cutting back to him like in like a, like a cage and like probably his dungeon. But he's like not really involved in like the main kind of like plot of like we have to like of like Peach Toad Mario like going around like you know trying to stop Bowser like which is like just like it's just stuck in a cage with like other captured people for like the whole movie. Ah, so they don't really utilize him a lot. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I mean, I, I, there's obviously gonna be a sequel, so hopefully in the sequel, like, we, we get, like, a full, like, you know, like, Mario Luigi team-up. But, yeah, there's there's fun set pieces, like, the Mario Kart set pieces, like, it's fantastic. Um, there's, like, a great, like, uh, Mario uh, Donkey Kong fight. <laughs> it kind of feels like Smash Brothers a little bit, where it's, like, they're on, like, a Smash Brothers-esque stage with, like, power-ups and stuff. And the way they do the power ups too is like it's really fun. Like, like you actually have, like it's um like you have to actually like eat the mushrooms and like and there's a joke where like Mario hates mushrooms. And now he's being, he's like being forced to eat mushrooms to, to power up. But they they also like do a great job. Like it's like there's like power ups from like all eras of Mario. Like actually the whole movie is like it's like from all eras of Mario. It's not just it's not just like super. It's not it's not just the first one. It's not just like a specific game. It's like, it's like the entire franchise and Mario is being celebrated where it's like there's like the cat suit from 3D World there's like the Tanuki suit from Super Mario 3 there's like ice flowers there's villain there's like characters and like uh music from like all the games there's like settings kind of from like all all the various games so if it, whatever sort of like Mario era or like Mario game is your favorite there's probably there's definitely something in here that you're like you're, you'll be a, like you'll be a fan of sports, and, though they don't. I mean, Mario Kart is like the main. There's, there's no, there's no sport, sports references or like tennis or anything. Maybe in the sequel they'll, they'll happen. And yeah, my, my, my only, my, my only major nitpick is like some of the music choices are a little like there's like licensed needle drops that are like kind of like very obvious and on the nose that probably didn't even need to be in the movie at all, like. So like you know Mar- Mario and Luigi are from Brooklyn. They're like racing racing through Brooklyn at the beginning of the movie, and so they play "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" by the Beastie Boys. Like, all right, it's that's predict- it's predictable. Yes, and especially especially when you have like like some of those iconic music of all time in the Mario franchise. Of like everyone knows every single song from Mario, so just just use the use that music. You don't need like you don't need like these these like weird needle drops. I mean, I mean, there's like Mario specific needle drops. Like the movie opens with like uh, an homage to like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, like opening the opening theme song, which is fantastic. And like there's some other like other songs like that throughout. And then there's also, there's also a Jack Black original song. I don't know if you've heard that yet, Chris. I'm trying to avoid it because I want to experience it. Yeah. But I heard it's just about Peach. Yes, it's 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 like a piano ballad to Peach. That's fantastic. Which I heard like can be an Oscar song in the future now. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's an original song, so they could they could submit that for an Oscar if they wanted to. But yeah, yeah, definitely definitely did not need like these like weird needle drops. I I guess that I don't. It, it feels very like executive interference or like we gotta appeal to, like parents. Like parents are gonna know the Beastie Boys song, so we gotta put that in the movie or like like they got we gotta put some like songs for the parents to know. But it just it just feels like weirdly out of place and like unnecessary for like especially when you have like such great music already for the Mario franchise. So hopefully maybe hopefully maybe in the 
in the sequel to like ease up on that a little bit and like have less less, less like actual needle drop music choices and just like rely on like the actual incredible Mario music. But yeah, I mean, I, I it's it, it's definitely it's 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 a ton of fun. Um, I mean, don't I mean don't go into expecting like the like, you know the world's greatest like plot or like an in depth story, but like if you just want to see like fun set pieces and like incredible animation and fun jokes and Easter eggs, it's 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 a total blast of a movie. So definitely, definitely, I definitely recommend, it, especially if you're if, like a, you know. Any sort of like Mario fan, just gonna be something in there that you're gonna like put a smile on your face and be like, yeah, that's yeah, that's from like 3D World. I like I I recognize that like that level from like Odyssey or whatever. So and yeah, and hopefully and hopefully there's this is like the start of like hopefully we get like I mean obviously I think we're getting a, I think they definitely said we're getting a Donkey Kong movie, um, with Seth Rogen is like I think they covered that before this movie even came out, and I'm sure there's gonna be a sequel to this movie, but like. Hopefully this is like maybe like a Nintendo, you know, cinematic universe start. Like if they like did other franchises like you know Zelda or Kirby or Star Fox. I mean, that'd be if if they're like as fun as these, that would be amazing. Like if we got like you know like other Nintendo movies on this level. Okay, well that sounds fun. You know, it, it could open this Nintendo shared universe or Nintendo movies. That will yeah, build, play out. Yeah, build up to the Avengers movie, which would be Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the the Thanos is Mr. Is the Mr. Hand. <laughs> or Master Hand. Master Hand. Yeah. And Crazy Hand. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, definitely. If you if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. It's yeah, it's just just like ton, tons of tons of fun. Like it's 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 not like. You know, as super, you're not gonna like get a lot, like less, like it's not everything you've ever wants. Where like where you're like delving into like the, like you know human ex- the nature of human, like, human Why humanity or whatever. It should be that Zach. Yes, dig, really dig into like the like existential dread of Mario or Luigi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah, I was, I'd say, yeah definitely you should. You check it out, Chris, because I'm sure you like, there's I'm sure you, there's like a lot of stuff you'd like recognize and like have, have fun with in it. And yeah, anyone else, anyone else like if you like if you love Mario, if you love Mario Kart, if you love Nintendo, like there's there's tons ton of stuff to like see and enjoy and like laugh at and uh, just have fun with with this movie. So definitely definitely uh, a huge huge improvement in like for like you know Mario. Uh, cinema <laughs> like uh, efforts, and and and, and just, you know just like animated like definitely like uh, a huge step up from like any of the the animated series. <laughs> Although I mean, Super Mario Bros. Super Show we all love, but <laughs> this is this is definitely like a next level like you know uh, huge. <laughs> you, the money's on the screen as far as the animation and everything, so. Big thumbs up for me. And uh, that is going to do it for this week's show. Uh, definitely head over to the site. We finally have our PAX East 2023 recap up. So you can read about all everything we did and played and saw at PAX East. All the games, you know, the panel we hosted, anything else we saw on the show floor. All stuff's on in there. You can check that out. All the trailers we, we 
talked about this week are up on the sites. Um, I have a review of Super Mario Bros. If you want to read my review of the movie, it's up there. And we're going to have our April commentary up soon, so stay tuned for that um, and check out uh, that next couple weeks. And, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and everything else that goes on the site, uh, all the other features up there as well every day. So come out, check all this stuff out it's on the sites. And, uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.